Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Julie, it is April the 8th. How are you today? Yes, uh, working on a lot of interesting content is how I am, actually. Yeah, I'm, same. I'm developing, uh, along with you and some of the coaches, we are working on a seller seminar that addresses some very specific things that these guys are having to talk about. One of which is, uh, do you think it's a boom? Okay. And what if I sell my house now? Aren't I overpaying where I'm going to buy? And it- really debunking that thoroughly. Um, so why would that be? So you're essentially creating a seminar that an agent then could use on a Zoom or they could create a live event, whatever, whatever. Lots of different things. That's they could do idea. mini videos about it. They can do stuff for their social mm-hmm. media. They can use it for lead follow-up. Lots of different things. So one would be, why isn't it a boom? Uh, this, and the second thing would be, how do I buy and sell at the same time? Right. But when it's done, obviously, that'll be available for our coaching clients. And yeah. the, so the other thing I saw That's you were exciting. working on was... Like we're getting a lot of flack. It's so hilarious. There's this organized group of people that are um, absolutely wanting you guys to believe that the market's going to collapse because they're all trying to sell you something that would reinforce that would only happen that would only be relevant if the market collapsed. And uh, what was it last week? The week before, we were shining light on this video that was floating amongst around amongst agents, but I'm sure everyone where it was essentially talking about, you know, a, a real estate apocalypse in essence. And then I did a little bit of research. It only took me maybe 10 minutes. I found out it was essentially a company that's selling prepper goods, you know, canned spam and all the rest of it, who are trying to scare people into basically living under a bridge and waiting for the end times to come. And uh, the information, the, these doom uh, these doom and gloomers are just coming fast and furious right now. And so I saw you were working on another uh, bit of content that was essentially, what was like 20 reasons why we're not, there is no real estate that's bubble. That's what I was alluding to a second ago is like because some some sellers are like well okay so let's say i cash out right now but aren't i going to have to spend a lot and isn't it a boom and shouldn't i wait for the market to crash in the zombie apocalypse (laughs) and so how do you actually address that intelligently instead of speculatively and it's to your point about the videos floating around all the misinformation and you know the one of the honestly Maybe this is too harsh, but one of the dumbest things that I see is like, oh, this is just like 2000 or Hold 2007, to just sure, like 2008. I'm pretty sure you can say dumb. Dumb is definitely not a protected class. <laughs> For now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, that's that's purely speculative and based on one simple fact that the market was hot then and the market is hot now. Okay, but they were the market was hot for totally different reasons. So right. I, I kind of get a little pissed off about so that. I'm going to redirect you slightly so we can get <laughs> back on topic. I know. <laughs> Exactly. I get too excited. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to choose a coach, and these are four filters. And I've and Julie and I both said this on the podcast a number of times, but I'll tell you why we're uh, going to drill down on this, and we're going to give you, at, you know, no surprise, direct, no BS information that's going to help you quickly discern whether or not you should be um, essentially doing business with some of these vendors that are calling you guys. And I know you're getting a record number of calls, emails, you know, smoke signals, anything and any, everything they could do to get your attention. All these marketers are coming back into the real estate industry and trying to sell you guys what amounts to hopium. That's a nice way of saying a bunch of snake oil BS. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you four filters and these are filters that you should use. Now I want you to 
try to scale up these ideas, primarily, obviously, for the sake of deciding who you're going to do business with, who are your, which vendors you're going to choose to do business with for building your real estate business, but also apply this to all aspects of your life. Because if you, the, the key for you to uh, make good decisions is surround yourself with people to help you make good decisions. And the problem is, is if you made a bad decision, who you're going to hire to listen to for advice, then guess what you're going to end up getting as a bunch of bad advice. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah. And the worst of it is if you're getting bad advice, but with good enthusiasm, because it yeah. takes you too long to figure out that it was bad advice. And it shouldn't really be on you to figure that out. You should be being coached by somebody that knows what they're doing. Well, but that's true. But there is, it, it is really... It's shocking to me how there's this industry of people who, with virtually no previous experience, um, say, for example, uh, with social networking or some other form of gimmickry, gimmickry, is it gimmickry? Gimmickry? I think that's the word. Gadgetry? Gimmickry? Yeah. Foolishness. How they'll basically take a class on how to essentially become some sort of social media guru. And the next thing you know, they've changed all their profiles that they're a social media guru. Then they're all over Clubhouse. And the next thing you know, they're calling themselves a guru expert and they've got products that they're trying to sell. Guys, it's all just basically snake oil. You got to see it for what it is. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's up to you to decide who you're going to listen to. It's up to you to decide who you're going to allow into your head. Um, And I'm going to give you a preamble point, if I haven't given you a bunch of those already today, is number one thing you need to start doing is being um, incredibly restrictive what you, again, allow in your head. Start with being media-free. And media is essentially anything and everything, newspapers, uh, radio, just slowly or frankly, quickly, cut back on all forms of media till you get down to the essence of where you get the best quality information. And notice how you're going to go through a little bit of withdrawal as you start uh, you know, weaning out or weaning off, for example, cable news. None of you guys should be watching cable news. It's all propaganda. It just is. None of you guys should be really spending too much time on any sort of Facebook forums. That is propagandized as well. All that information is just designed to, to, generally speaking, put you in a state of fear that's going to then hopefully motivate you, This hopefully along the lines of the people that are posting the fearful messages, to get you to act on what their messaging is. So do yourself a favor and don't assume that you're smart enough, and I don't mean smart in the literal sense, but you get the gist of it, to discern good information from bad information because probably you're not used to having to make high-quality, fast-paced decisions on who you're going to listen to. So this is the reason we wrote down these four points. Now, these four points, again, are relevant for your business and for your personal life. Now, before we get to point number one, I want to remind all of you guys that it's not too late for you to complete your 2021 business plan. Just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Oh, and Julie, I didn't tell you, we got our uh, slick text number or our our short code number back. Nice. Yeah, so we'll start giving them short codes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have to have Tom remind me what all that is. But yeah, so it will be easier. That's great. Uh, and then we're going to be able to give, have a lot more giveaways during our podcast now, cool. which is really good. It's all, all right. good for them. So how do you choose a coach uh, is the title of this topic, but uh, of this show. But also it's how do you choose anybody that you're going to do business with? You know, how do you choose a vet for your dog? How do you choose a school for your kid? How do you choose a tutor for your kid or uh, anything? You get the gist of it. So here's, but specifically pertaining to how do you choose a real estate coach or really a real estate trainer? And let's start again with what's the difference between a coach and a trainer? A trainer is like a school teacher who's standing in front of a group of people. Uh, a coach is essentially like the tutor who's one-on-one with somebody who's listening to and paying attention, helping that a person with their specific challenges. So don't cons- uh, don't conflate trainer with coach. And a lot of trainers call themselves coaches. And a yes. lot of trainers, frankly, shouldn't even call themselves trainers. Well, here's the difference. A trainer tells you, you know, 
what to do. Like, you need to have more listings, okay? You got to list last. A coach shows you exactly, specifically, step-by-step how to do it. It's not just what to do. Everybody knows you guys need more listings, okay? But how are you going to go about doing it, and how are you going to be accountable to that? Right. Most of you are uh, fine with starting out, for example, in our premier coaching program. When the premier coaching program is probably 50% training and 50% coaching. And that's a great place for all of you to start so you can build momentum quickly. Uh, But then after that, a lot of you do progress up into our more private coaching uh, programs and one-on-one coaching. We have that available as well. Notice we don't ever talk about any of those types of programs because most of you graduate yourselves up to the more expensive, uh, more intimate programs because you're ready and you know you want that more hands-on coaching type relationship. But here's number rule number one. When you're choosing to hire a coach or you're choosing to hire any sort of mentor, right? Here's the first question you should ask. Has the person actually ever sold real estate at all ever? Or more specifically, have they do they actually have a real estate license? Have, you know, have they had a real estate license where they sold residential homes? And it's so important that you put all these extra filters on there because you're going to have a lot of people they are going to try to paper over the fact that they've never sold real estate before, but then they'll say, well, I bought and sold my own homes or I bought and sold you know, rental properties or, or I've done flipping. Okay, none of that stuff matters. Have you had Mr. Like, again, this is you thinking about hiring a coach. Question number one when interviewing said coaches, have you, Mr. Potential Coach, actually had a real estate license at all ever? And if the answer is yes, then you move to question number two. If the answer is no, then you need to run away from prospective coach because there's no way that's a real coach. There's no way anyone's going to be able to teach you how to actually sell real estate at a high level that has not actually sold real estate at a high level. And that would have been predicated them on them on having an actual real estate license, obviously. Point number two, Julie. Point number two, have they sold more than 100 homes in one year? Subdivisions and buildings don't count. Why is that? that? That's real sales, but that's kind of one and done. That doesn't necessarily mean that their skills are broad. Actual single family homes in a variety of price ranges and a variety of neighborhoods is what you're looking for. So have they actually sold? So question one was, okay, Mr. Coach, uh, I understand you want um, you want me to hire you as my coach, but have you sold real estate or have you had a real estate license and actually have you sold real estate? If the answer is no, that is not a real coach. That is a fake ado. Question number two, have they sold? Okay, so let's say this uh, this person trying to sell you their coaching services has had a license, has sold real estate. Now the question, uh, the second question is, have you, Mr. Perspective Coach, actually sold more than 100 houses in one year? And if the answer to that one is yes, mm, you've got something. That's a unicorn. Grab that unicorn by the horn and let's move on to the third question. Has that prospective coach sold more than 100 homes a year for at least five years in a row? Has that actual coach that you're thinking about hiring sold more than 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? Because to Julie's point, they could have very well uh, hit the uh, easy button and sold a subdivision or sold a building or sold something like that. Um, that could have been how they sold 100 homes in a year. But for them to have actually sold over 100 homes a year for at least five years in a row, that's somebody who actually had their act together, probably had a business that was organized in such a way um, that that's somebody you should listen to. They've proven themselves to be able to sell lots of houses. They've proven themselves to sell lots of houses consistently. Now you're on to to something. You've got somebody that's actually special right now. But the last question is actually going to be what's going to knock virtually all of them out. Because just because you can do something at a high level 
Just because you can, you know, play tennis at a high level or, you know, something like that does not mean that you actually have the skill set to teach other people how to do it. Um, and there, this goes back to um, the levels of learning. And Julie, can you remind them what the levels yeah, of learning sure. are? Yeah, sure. And so you might want to write these down because they do kind of sound the same. You've got, first you're in unconscious incompetence. That means you don't know what you don't know. You don't even know the right questions to ask to get there. Then you have an aha moment. Ah, there's stuff I don't know. Maybe I ought to do something like get a pre-listing package together, for example. So the second stage is conscious incompetence. You're actually aware that you don't know a lot of stuff. That's when you become coachable. Then you move into conscious competence. That's where you've worked on a lot of things. You're still having to prepare your presentations. You're honing your skills, your scripts, et cetera. But you are becoming consciously competent. Then you become unconsciously competent. That's when you're kind of on autopilot. You've done so many appointments. You know that scripts are predictable, that the presentations kind of go the same way. And, you you know, the danger with that is getting complacent. But can those you, are the four stages. Can you do me a favor and go turn your yes. alarm off? Okay, you're going to go quietly. All right, you guys are about to hear Julie's alarm. Oh, it was? Okay. All right, so the last important, the, the most important thing here is, is that if you do find yourself wanting a real estate coach, which frankly all of you should be doing, and then, you know, be very, very careful who you listen to, be incredibly careful who you do business with, because here's what you're going to discover, is there are a lot of people out there who a, are calling themselves coaches who have never sold real estate. Because there is no rules or regulations or any sort of filters for determining who who is or who is not an actual coach. So the first question should be who they have they actually sold real estate, residential real estate, have they had a license? The second question is, is did they sell more than 100 houses in a single year? The third question is, is did they sell over 100 houses per year for at least five years in a row? And the fourth question is, and again, this is the most important one in our opinion, is just because they were successful at selling real estate, don't assume that they know actually how to disseminate, how to coach and train other people to do the same thing. It is a completely different skill set. Now, the last question in filter number four, have they been paid, actually paid to, uh, to provide over 10,000 coaching calls? And that should be your minimum standard. Now, so why did we put that in there as a standard? Because anybody can say that they've coached or trained a bunch of agents if they've maybe done some some Zooms or maybe office meetings. office meetings or whatever. That's not the same as getting paid. Getting paid changes the nature of the relationship. When you're paid to do something, the, the market forces will make it so that you might be able to charge for five or six people to pay you to coach. But if you're not going to do it, you're not going to have a growing business. In other words, if you're not really good at it, getting better at it, you're not going to be, have ever gotten anywhere close to having had you know, 10,000 coaching calls. Now that doesn't necessarily mean 10,000 different coaching clients. That just means 10,000 different coaching uh, calls. And, you know, if you've not, if you're just trying to decide who you're going to listen to, you, you, frankly, you can just skip to the fourth one. Have you, can you actually prove to me, Mr. Potential Coach, that you've actually done 10,000 paid coaching calls? You know, who was it, Julie, the author that says, unless you've done something 10,000 times, you're not well, an Thomas expert? Well, Thomas Edison was the one that started that. Thought. Right. That's right. But yeah. And let me speak to this a little bit too, from a coaching Malcolm perspective. Malcolm Gladwell, who I was thinking of, but Thomas Edison did say it originally. Yes. So here's, here's the thing. It's not just that you have that experience of 10,000 actual coaching calls. That's huge though, because it does take a while to get there. But, but because of that, the market has shown to your previous point that you've been paid for it. Because if you're not any good at it, the market won't pay for your coaching. You'll just kind of dry up and go do something else. There's an old rule. Like you're not uh, – like for example, if you call yourself a speaker and you were speaking for free, that's – you're maybe technically you're speaking, but you're not a professional speaker until you've right. been paid to do it. That's right. And, and the, the second thing of this, with that kind of experience – 
it's really important that you hire a coach that has versatility and flexibility. Because one thing that I see amongst people who claim to be coaches is let's say that I've been really successful because, you know, I'm really super social and I got a lot of business from my past clients, my centers of influence. That's my thing. But I have a coaching client who's kind of shy and introverted, and that's not their thing. How am I going to coach them? Am I going to try and make them like my career was? Or am I going to see where they are and see what works for them? So you're talking about versatility yes. of personality, but your next sub point here actually is really relevant. Is the coach, coach currently licensed and active in today's market, or they've been retired for years and pulling from ancient experience? But I'm going to edit that ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. Is that coach only going to be able to coach you on one specific way of generating That's leads? That's what I'm saying. Right. I understood. Yeah. And that was something you see a lot of times. And typically yeah. what you'll see is it's a coach that only knows how to coach typically at centers of influence and past clients. That's their only thing. And because that maybe worked for them. That's their experience. Now, you know, clearly in the industry, how many coaches actually can check all those boxes? I, Julie and I clearly, but other than that, I think maybe two or three other people, honestly. Yeah. There's probably only two or three other people that are coaching at our level in the entire industry that come anywhere close to those standards. I would agree with And that. so if you're not, honestly, listeners, and I don't care if you're a new agent or a seasoned agent, you're going to save yourself so much time and effort if you align with somebody who actually is a true expert, not just some BS expert because they, you know, bought some. Because they say so. Because they say <laughs> so, right. There's yeah. Again, you, you're you the one that's in charge of deciding who you're going to listen to. And let's think about for a second the ramifications of following the wrong path. Let's say that, you know, it's here it is. It's basically spring of 2021. And I know some of you are going to be listening to this podcast a million years from now, but just, you know, don't just write it off just because I said spring of 2021, right? It's spring of 2021 and you are, you've been in the real estate industry for three or four years. You're deciding that you want to migrate towards working with sellers. You're not sure how to generate seller leads. And, and this is typically what you're going to do. You're going to pop from one little, you know, beehive to the next, looking for information, looking for secrets, looking for tips. And you're inevitably going to gravitate towards whoever's going to essentially sell you something that is very uh, resembles the easy button. You're not, you're going to go to whoever is trying to sell you something that makes you believe that you uh, can frankly make yourself uncomfortable the least amount of time and do the least amount of work and have the most effort. The, and you're going to think that's noble to look for that secret sauce, right? Those marketers know that. The marketers know that you're looking for the easy button and that's what they're going to constantly sell you. So if your natural inclination, and it is sort of everyone's truthfully, Everyone's natural inclination is to look for the shortcut. Everyone's natural inclination is to look for the way of doing the least amount of work. And people have uh, believed that that's the way that you actually win. And I'm here to tell you that is not the way you actually win. That is the way you lose consistently by thinking like that. The way you actually win is by doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. How many other people in the industry are telling you that? Nobody, except Julie and I. What they're all telling you is this is the easy way to do it. This is the easy button. This is the shortcut. Do you think that's one of the reasons why, um, well, probably the number one reason why the amount of time that agents are staying in this industry has gone from two years now, we believe it's around um, probably closer to a year now. In other words, more agents are failing faster because of the fact they're not never learning how to do the real work of real estate. And we believe it's a, not because of the market, not because of interest rates, not because of you know supply of homes, not because of any of that. We believe 100% is because of all the BS marketing garbage that's been pumped into the industry and that agents aren't discerning enough, experienced enough to know what is a snake oil and what isn't. Well, that's why we try and whack down those weeds on every podcast, right? Is to eliminate some of that confusion and distraction because, I mean, you can spend months 
if you survive a year, years, but usually it's months. And it's so, it's interesting. And you asked the question on Clubhouse, uh, what's the biggest mistake? You know, and these, this is a broad array of agencies, not just our coaching clients. Clubhouse is pretty much open to anybody. Uh, what was the biggest mistake? And it's so interesting that so many agents, I remember one uh, lady said, my biggest mistake was when I got my license, I opened my purse up. Yeah. She said, I just said, Here, I here's my purse, take some money and I'll try what you've got to sell me. And she said, I, I was stupid enough to do that for three years. Yep. And now I'm doing the real work of real estate. I have a much higher, more robust net. I understand that profit is my product now, and I wish that I would have gotten that earlier on. The, guys, listen, if you're just getting started, if this is the first podcast of ours you've listened to, just go ahead and get the book, Harris Rules, on Amazon. Almost 500 five-star reviews. It's going to probably be, from what we're told, one of the, if not the best-selling real estate books, or essentially a book specifically for real estate agents. Let's make sure we're not exaggerating. But it appears like it's on track to be the best-selling book for real estate agents and help helping real estate agents to form their A to Z business plan. Get the book. It's also available on Audible. It's available everywhere, Barnes & Noble. We've seen it for sale at bookstores and airports and just everywhere. Get the book. Read the book. Listen to the book. Consume that information. That is your whole plan. That is exactly what you should be doing. But again, you it's up to you now. Now that you've heard Julie and I give you these four points, it's up to you to actually implement these rules for yourself. And you know, it's funny as we were going through these four points, I bet there's agents listening right now who are going, no way am I going to ask those types of tough questions because I like the fact that I have somebody who's essentially feeding me a bunch of Mickey Mouse about how I never, how I can follow my passion and how I can just do creative things like TikTok videos all day. And I'm never having to feel uncomfortable. I'm never having to, you know, you guys, you've got to look for the reasons why you're not more successful. You have to be disgusted with your um, intolerance for bad information. And it all comes back, these businesses exist uh, because you're not willing to accept the fact that you have to have a lifestyle, especially professionally, of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And as long as there's agents that are getting into this business who are essentially looking for shortcuts and essentially agents that have been in the business that are looking, buying buyer leads is a shortcut, guys. Essentially trying to buy a business from any sort of, a sort of a, you know social networking outlet, that is a shortcut. All these things are shortcuts. And as long as you stay married to that mindset, you're always going to be beholden. You're never going to be free unless you learn how to proactively lead generate. You're never going to be free unless you learn how to, you know, actually pre-qualify, then present, and then negotiate contracts. That is where your best energies have to be. And as long as you're beholden to buying leads, you're always going to essentially be living in fear because you're not, you've not built your business on land that you own. So the concept is very simple. If you're not a proactive lead generator, if your business is not predicated based on proactive lead generation, you are essentially believing the marketing, branding, you know, Mickey Mouse. And why are you doing that? The answer is very simple. And this is the cut through the BS answer. It's because you do not, you have yet to uh, confront your fear of rejection. You've yet to confront your fear of actually doing the real work of real estate and having direct sales conversations with people. And until you do that, you're always going to be on your heels financially and frankly, emotionally. And you're never going to get the best, you're never going to have the best version of yourself as a real estate agent ever manifest because you're constantly stuck in that same hamster wheel. Aren't you sick of that? I know you are. I'm absolutely positive you guys are. You've just been waiting. You, I know you. a lot of you gravitate towards Julie and I because we tell you what 
uh, you know is true, right? We're not saying anything to you hardly ever that intuitively you don't instantly know is true, right? And a lot of you guys listen to us, but we, how long have we been reminding you, right? We've been doing this podcast. We, we have close to 2,000 podcasts. It's the beginning of podcasts. Right, basically. And we've been saying the same thing over and over and over again, basically. And different. We change it up just to kind of make sure you guys aren't getting complacent with hearing what we're saying. But the essence of our message has always been the same. So some of you have been listening to us and attached to us for decades, and yet... You've, yet, you've never actually engaged us as coaches. Or you, you're still like, I like that Tim and Julie. I love what they say. It's the message that I know is true. But then you you know traipse off and you buy buyer leads. Don't you realize that the reason that you're not essentially higher up on your success mountain, if you will, if you've not climbed your own ladder high enough, fast enough, it's because of you. It's because you're yet, you're, you've not yet accepted the fact that you only live once and you're dead a real long time. And everything you want in life is on the other side of the, you know, I'm going to say it for the fourth time, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking that this is why many of them feel out of control all the time. Right. You know, it's because you're not in control when you're buying leads. You're not in control when you're waiting for something to happen to you to rain leads upon you. You are in control when you get your skills together. And that's why we're talking about consciously competent. That's what that means. That's what coaching is about, is to bring you out of conscious incompetence and put you into conscious competence, because that's where all the control happens. So those of you who are thinking about hiring a coach today or have a coach, go and ask them these four questions and watch them squirm. Number one, have you actually ever sold uh, real estate? I'm going to give you guys a little secret here. There is a big coaching organization in San Diego who teaches centers of influence and past clients. You sign up for their coaching program. I don't even know how much money it is. And you're going to be stuck on the phone with someone who is, guess what, reading a script. They have a book of a whole bunch of calls that happen in a certain sequence. You show up twice a month with another person. Usually you're sharing the call and they're essentially having the same exact call over and over again. And Whether you, it's appropriate to you or not. And you think that's coaching. That is not coaching at all. Do not fool yourself. So the question, first question is, has the person ever sold real estate? Have they had a real estate license? Did they sell residential real estate? Yes or no. Question number two, have they sold more than 100 homes in a year? Yes or no. Question number three, have they sold more than 100 homes a year for at least five years in a row? Yes or no. Most importantly, assuming they see, say yes to all the above, which by the way, you're looking at maybe single digits number of coaches in the US that will be able to answer all those questions. And if they've done all the, if they can answer all those uh, first three questions affirmative, then the last question is, is have they been paid to perform over 10,000 coaching calls, to have over 10,000 coaching calls with individual agents? And you're going to discover then it's frankly about three or four of us that are in the industry that meet those qualifications. Julie and I, best guess, have had over a quarter million, probably closer to 350 to 400,000 paid coaching calls. That's just Julie and I. Yes. I mean, that's just We're counting our coaches. Right. So listen, <laughs> yeah. guys, this it's your future. It's your future. You have to be the one that's going to be in control of it. The best way for you to go in the direction that you want to go is hire someone that's been there before. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Waste time and money. And, you know, guys, years and years can go down the drain because you're misdirected, constantly looking for easy buttons. Shouldn't those days be over for you? I would think they should be. By the way, if you guys are interested in joining eXp Realty, of course, Julie and I would like to talk to you about being part of our eXp Realty group. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. 
This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.